My new book is out, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. It hit the Wall Street Journal bestsellers list, and I just wanted to say thank you. I hope you get it at capitalistbook.com. Here's what user Jay Eggleston said in an Amazon review. Warning, this book is addicting, is Nathan the new Tim Ferriss. He said, I met Nathan during my college days when he was still CEO of Hale. I knew he was inspiration since the day I met him. The book is totally a Nathan Latka original, and this is the new four-hour work week. Warning, though, it is addicting. I'm not sure how long I've been reading it now, and the only thing that is making me from put it down is the dreaded workday tomorrow. Six people found that helpful. Get the book today at capitalistbook.com. Launched company in 2015 after a successful exit in the lighting space. Used about a million bucks of his own money to fund this for many years bootstrap. Then raised 4.5 million bucks, again, to help fund his team of 50 building this tool, BotKeeper, which makes uh, and saves you a significant amount of money on record keeping, reporting, board reports, or just monthly closeouts, uh, ranging from SaaS companies to media companies to restaurants and everything in between. They've got about 500 customers paying uh, uh, paying about 260 bucks per month right now on average, 130 grand in monthly recurring revenue. That's up from 40 grand in MRR just about a year ago. So healthy growth. He's got 6% gross revenue churn, but he's net revenue retention. Revenue retention annually is 124%. So healthy expansion there. And then healthy economics in terms of payback and everything else. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Enrico Pomerino. He's the he's a serial entrepreneur and thought leader in the accounting sector. With the launch of his most recent company, Botkeeper, he introduced the world's first robotic bookkeeper, which combines machine learning and AI with skilled accountants to automate bookkeeping for companies of all sizes, thereby providing them with the highest accuracy and fastest, fastest insights at the lowest costs. Enrico, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. Okay. It takes a, it takes a special much. it takes a special kind of person to get excited about bookkeep, bookkeeping. Um, tell us what's wrong with you. <laughs> um, actually, it, the the inside joke in the company is I I hate bookkeeping, and so it's uh, very ironic that I started a bookkeeping company. Um, but you know, I thought uh, for all of those like me who hate bookkeeping and who are you know just kind of fed up with the the process, it's time consuming. It takes a, a lot of work. It requires a lot of time to manage bookkeepers. Um, they inevitably make mistakes. They're human. Uh, you know, what do you expect? But uh, for everyone who wished that there was a better option, that's uh, kind of where Botkeeper started and. And the concept was, you know, maybe we can make bookkeeping sexy and, and be something that people desired and provided a lot of benefit. And what's the revenue model? Is it PurePlay SaaS company? Yep. Uh, PurePlay SaaS, uh, we do have some services that sit on top of the SaaS, but not charges like extra services. So it's all just baked into that fixed monthly fee. It's um, kind of like an, you look at that as like onboarding and retention. <laughs> yeah, we look at it as a, it's an all you can eat fee. So everything under the sun, whatever you could, you need, whether it's collection calls or it's talking to like a real person. Um, it's included in that fixed monthly fee that you pay that's based on uh, your transaction volume. And what's, you know, what's the average customer pay per month, would you say? Um, average client pays somewhere around $500 a month. 
Okay. Um, so, you know, not talking a whole lot of money, you know, we replace, uh, like put it in perspective, we were replacing part-time bookkeepers for a couple hundred to $500 a month. We replace full-time bookkeepers for a couple grand a month. Um, you can replace controllers for like maybe three grand, four how, grand. How are you measuring usage? Is it like number of QuickBook entry ledger files? Like what is the utility metric? Um, so usage for our clients is based on transaction volume. So how many transactions are we processing? How many bills are we paying? Invoices are we sending? Quantity, uh, not not amount. Quantity, correct. Yeah. Yep. So in other words, like uh, it could be it could be one transaction for a million, but they're going to pay you less than a million transactions for one dollar. Correct. Yeah. So let's say uh, you send an invoice out to someone, and that invoice has a hundred line items on it. But as far as the accounting goes, you really only care to account for that invoice as a whole, like a 200K invoice, then that's just one one item. I see. Okay. And how many customers have you scaled to today? Uh, we have over 500 companies that we support. Oh, that's great. Well, I want to get more of the backstory here, but I mean, it sounds like that's pretty healthy. 500 folks at average 500 a month. You guys are north of 250 at this point per month? Uh, we're getting close. Or yeah, around there? Close to that. We, have, we have some clients that are smaller. We have some clients that are you know way smaller, but yeah, definitely okay. uh, close to 2 million ARR. What, what'd you do last month? Uh, last month we did somewhere around, uh, 138, 140 K. Okay. 140K, And that's pre-professional services. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that, I mean, we basically expect we'll be over 166 probably by the end of this month. That's great. Uh, so that lets us hit the $2 million runway. So we're growing a decent clip. Where were you a year ago? Uh, a year ago we were at about 35, 40 K. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I mean, pretty substantial growth. I want to dive more into kind of how you drove that growth, but give me more of the backstory here. So what year did you launch in? Uh, we launched in 2015. So okay. we spent uh, most of 2015 building the product, getting like the first beta um, out there. We launched the beta or alpha in uh, the fall. The alpha proved to be quite well. We basically were able to show um, in that alpha with a couple of our clients that we could clean up years worth of bookkeeping in a matter of a couple of weeks. Um, which is by like bookkeeping standards, like next to impossible. Um, and not only was the cleanup very fast, but one of those companies ended up getting acquired um, within a month after we presented the financials, which meant that our financials went through an audit. They were looked at, like scrutinized. And the fact that they passed with no issue said, okay, cool. We've not only have we figured out a way to do this really efficiently, but we've been able to do it very accurately. Um, so in January, 2016, we launched the, the product or like the, you know, version one of Botkeeper. And what'd you do first year revenue? Do you remember? Uh, all in first year, I want to say we did, uh, so 2016, we did, you know, somewhere close to 300 K. That's pretty uh, good. Yeah, not bad. Uh, and then by the end of 2017, we did over a million. And so we expect, you know, the end of this year, we'd like to do, uh, somewhere around four or five. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, are you bootstrapped or have you raised money? Uh, we raised money recently. Um, so we were bootstrapped all the way up until the fall of uh, 2017. Um, so I funded it. Um, I was fortunate to have had a couple other exits prior to Botkeeper that you know provided me the means to do that. Um, but uh, coming into 27, the end of 2017, early 2018, we raised four and a half million um, from with Ignition Partners as our lead. Uh, and then we had other investors, including like uh, Matthew at 500 Startups and Trevor um, at Correlation Ventures, a bunch of other um, VCs and uh, several local entrepreneurs. Yep. How much of your own money did you put into the company before getting outside money? 
Uh, probably close to about a million dollars. Okay. So, I mean, that's a fairly healthy amount. You've had some success. Yeah. What was your most successful exit prior to bot keeping? Um, or bot keeper? Uh, that would be Thinklight. So, I uh, started a business that, um, similar, like very same concept as bot keeper. Use decision trees, algorithms to automate certain processes and workflows. Um, except we did it with lighting and how you analyze design and manufacture LEDs. And that business we grew to, you know, about 60 employees, eight and a half million and uh, recurring revenue and then got acquired. Mm-hmm. Um, Why did you make the decision to sell that? Why was it the right time? Uh, the lighting market is a, a tough market. So if you think about it, you're building a product that lasts for 10 years. So very slow resell cycle. Um, the other thing is you built a product that's so efficient that if you had our model was this uh, pays you save or cost saving based model, you know, you can't go around and do that again the next round. Like you're just paying for the product. And if you saw uh, what was going on in the lighting industry at the time, you had a lot of people dumping a ton of money in this race to the bottom in terms of pricing that I felt like, okay, we're capturing revenue very quickly. We've got this recurring kind of uh, payment subscription component to our business that, you know, means that we'll have revenue for at least the next five years. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like anything, right? Like if you, you show that upward quick trajectory, you can get a really nice valuation. And the thing I worried about was, okay, as prices keep coming down and coming down drastically, you know, we went from selling uh, given lighting units at about, you know, anywhere from 100 or $135 a unit per luminaire, that could be like a highway light or something that's being done to, you know, 35, $50 a unit. Oh, wow. You start, you, you start having to sell like, you know, fortunately our growth was fast enough that we were, the volume of units was still increasing rapidly, but you eventually light up the world and, you know, the, the opportunities start to slow down. Yep. So that's a good tagline. I like it. Light up the world, right? People can throw <laughs> whatever, whatever they want from that. All right. Back to, back to bot keeper. So churn is obviously critical in a SaaS business. Tell me about your churn. Uh, so we have, from a revenue retention standpoint, we have a negative churn, um, which is really cool. How so, negative? Uh, minimum of 20 points negative, positive of 34. I mean, uh, uh, the low end, uh, negative 20 at the high end, uh, negative 34. Okay. Um, so basically, we retain 120 to 134% of all of our revenue every year. Um, that's thanks to you know our clients growing, upgrading their packages, um, remaining on with BotKeeper, maybe rolling out uh, different components of our service. Um, and then, you know, from a churn standpoint, we churn like somewhere around maybe 4%, uh, 4 to 6% of our clients. Obviously, we deal with a lot of startups. Monthly so, or annually? Uh, annually. annually. So Actually, we've churned, we've churned a total of about 6% since founding. So yeah. it's, that's, it's, not, that's not a horrible actually. So if your gross revenue churn is 6%, but your net revenue retention is 124, it means your expansion is about 30% year over year. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's really healthy. Um, what are you doing to drive such, I mean, low, low, low churn? Do you, I mean, have you dialed in? There's this one thing you've got to get a new customer to do in the first 24 hours to make them super sticky. So the, I think the, the key thing where we've seen churn is around um, clients signing up and either having really unrealistic expectations as to what can be delivered in short order. Like you expect us to crawl through, you know, maybe three years worth of books and clean up all your financials and deliver a board presentation and, and board ready numbers in two days, it's probably not going to happen. Um, we, we, we are really good at what we do, but you know, we can't work magic yet. Yet. Um, but in, uh, you know, if you gave us like a two week timeline or three week timeline, we can turn that around and do something that you, no one else can do. It's just a, a matter of, you know, expectation on this magic thing that's spot keeper. 
Um, so I think that's that's one of the things that we've had some churn where people think it's a you push this magic button, you to sit back, you watch, and then everything just happens. Um, we've had uh, some people sign up where they sign up, and once again, kind of this whole idea that like you push a button, they don't integrate their data feeds or spend you know an hour or two what, with my what team. feeds do you need by the way is it like a stripe connect or i mean think of it it's like mint if you've ever used mint.com we all we literally need you to do is enter a username and password for like your bank your credit card and maybe payroll and a couple other things now you could go to town and do like link up your google analytics and social media and crm system i mean the more data you give us the more reporting and stuff we can give you yeah but if you won't spend the two minutes doing that it's very hard for us to do anything for you and if you won't hop on a phone call with us you know despite like numerous emails and and calls to do so then we can't really do anything for you and eventually you churn out because you're like i'm paying and i'm not getting anything. what percentage of your current customers would you say are SaaS companies um maybe 20 percent. okay so not a ton no it's uh i mean it, it we have such a broad sweeping range of clientele so it's uh Startups that are building software and tech. We have startups that are companies that are manufacturing products. We have cleaning companies and dental practices. We have consultants. We have restaurant chains. We've got um, some large media companies. We've got supermarkets. So it's it's literally just anyone that needs bookkeeping, you could switch to Botkeeper and we guarantee save you 30% on yep. what you're spending. What's your CAC? What are you paying to acquire these customers? Um, it depends like on which channel. Uh, so, you know, kind of all in average, maybe we pay a couple grand, um, to acquire and that would be like fully weighted. Yep. Uh, and you know, we've got a long retention rate on most of our clients. So what do you assume lifetime value is? I assume at least four years, uh, for majority. Um, yeah. So, so, so four, so four, I mean, if we take earlier, I think you said you're doing like 130 with 450 customers, which means they're paying, what is that, 260 bucks a month on average or three grand a year. So, I mean, if you've got a four-year thing, that's at least 12 grand in LTV at a minimum, right? Yep. Interesting. Um, and so if you do- Yeah, so, so ahead, we're basically, our spend, you know, if you think about it, we're, we spend, say, $1 to generate at least 10 at this point, and we're trying to drive that up to 20. In, or in terms of lifetime. Yeah, in terms of lifetime, in terms and like, you know, a combination of like lower the cost, right? So if we can, you know, spend half of what we're spending right now to generate the same revenue, we could spend the same dollar to generate twice the revenue. Do, do you do you do you know your metric in terms of dollar spent for one new dollar of ARR, not one new dollar of lifetime value? Yeah, it's 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 literally one for ten right now. Like on the nose. Exact. You can spend well, didn't you just tell me though that you spend two K to generate a new two hundred and sixty dollar per month customer? No, we spend 2K to generate an average client of about $550 a month. Got it. I'm taking your historical numbers, 450 customers, sorry, 500 customers at the 130 right now. You're saying new customers are signing up, it's 2K and the average price is 550. Correct. Because we have a lot of clients too that will come in through referrals that might be the smaller clients. So we will get a lot more volume in smaller clients, but those aren't necessarily the ones that are clicking ads and stuff and buying. Got it sales tactics. Okay. But just to be clear too, even at that number, so 550 a month is what that's 60, 6,600 per year. And you're spending two grand to get that. So it's one to three, not one to 10. But right? it's a four year. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going for it. Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're doing, that's what I'm saying, which is fine. You're, you're measuring lifetime. I was just curious what it was for an ARR. Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's, those are really healthy economics. Where um, is most of that weight coming from an inside sales team? Tell me about your team size today. Uh, so right now we have a team of eight that's going to become a team of 13. Um, 
they are uh, what we call brand ambassadors because we don't do hard selling. We don't like we're not we don't do presentations. Um, very rarely do we do proposals. It's more for our very large clients that require like they want a lot of detail and a contract and everything in place. Um, majority of our clients are going to our site, clicking the package and and signing up that way. So our brand ambassadors, more than anything, are going out there and just educating people that there's this new way of doing bookkeeping. You know, don't hire a contractor, don't hire an outsource firm, don't hire an employee. Literally, just sign up right here. You'll get 24/7 uh, service and support. It'll cost 30 to 50 percent less than any of the other options. It's more accurate. It has unlimited reporting. It scales up with you. It gets cheaper as you get bigger. Um, so just letting people know that there's that option and then, you know, all those benefits basically sell themselves. Yep. And, and is the whole team based, uh, where, uh, team is scattered now across LASF, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, so remote. And South Carolina, <laughs> super remote. Yeah. Um, okay. Our team in the U S is, uh, to we're a total of 50 people now. Oh, oh, I thought you said eight people. You're a total of oh, no, eight on the sales team. Yeah. Got so it. The, 50 people yeah. total. 50 people total. I was going to say, I was doing the math going, wow, his revenue per employee is through the roof with eight people. No, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good stuff here, Enrico. Let's wrap up with the uh, the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, favorite business book, uh, I have to say probably Traction. Number uh, two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, Hap Klopp has always been like one of those individuals, the CEO founder of uh, the North Face. So he's always been one that I look up to and I've gotten a lot of guidance from. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Um, I don't know. I think I've, I've recently started to like a tool called 15.5. Uh, it's uh, a pretty good platform for managing uh, the team, doing like one-on-ones, check-ins, you know, staying on top of objectives. Uh, so I'd say that's my Did my you say 50, 5, 0, and 5 or 15, 1, 5? 1, 5. Okay, got it. One, oh, one five five. Got it. Fifteen yeah, five. Yeah, so fifteen five. Yep. Very cool. All right, number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, five to six. Okay, that's pretty good. And situation: married, single? Do you have kids? Married, just had a baby two months ago. Oh wow! Congratulations. And uh, yeah. how old are you? I am twenty nine. Twenty nine. All right. Last question: What do you wish your thirty or your twenty year old self knew? Uh, I wish my twenty year old self knew uh, the importance of like a, a discipline and structure on a business. So like the, it's, it's funny, like I've now with this business and even like the last started to be able to like stamp out, okay, this is how, this is the, a great process for sales and marketing. This is a great way to like set up procedure manuals. This is how we're going to run meetings, et cetera. And if my 20 year old self, I think we could have probably taken my, my first business a lot bigger than we did if we, we weren't chasing our tail as many, as much. You do, know, you blog, do you blog, do you blog about that stuff events. anywhere? Like how you run a meeting, how you put procedure docs together? I don't know. Okay. It's uh, if I did, I'd have, you know, I'd be averaging four to five hours of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, there you have it from Enrico. Launched company in 2015 after successful exit in the lighting space. Used about a million bucks of his own money to fund this for many years bootstrap. Then raised 4.5 million bucks. Again, to help fund his team of 50 building this tool, BotKeeper, which makes uh, and saves you significant amount of money on record keeping, reporting, board reports, or just monthly closeouts. Uh, ranging from SaaS companies to media companies to restaurants and everything in between. They've got about 500 customers 
customers paying uh, uh, paying about 260 bucks per month right now on average, 130 grand in monthly recurring revenue. That's up from 40 grand in MRR just about a year ago. So healthy growth. He's got 6% gross revenue churn, but he's net revenue retention. Revenue retention annually is 124%. So healthy expansion there. And then healthy economics in terms of payback and everything else. Enrico, we're rooting for you. Thank you so much for taking us to this op. Thank you, sir. Have a good rest of your day.